What's up, y'all? This is Jason. Hey, it's Josh. Welcome to season three. Say that to say this. What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Jason Watson. Hey, it's Josh Wilson. And welcome to Say That to Say This, man. We're excited. This has been crazy, man. We've had a lot of stories we've told, a lot of people we've been able to spend some time with, which has been great. Um, yeah, which leads us up to today. I mean, I think that's the one of the, one of the things that we've been excited about is as we've talked about and as we've as we've walked through the history of Mission St. Louis, we get here to today. We get to talk about uh, not only what has happened, but we also get to talk about what we're excited about, which uh, is why I'm really excited to, to have our current board members here with us today. Absolutely. We tricked all three of them. They didn't know <laughs> what they were getting themselves into. And they stuck now, so it is what it is. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. I'm glad you guys are here. Thanks for serving Absolutely. with Mission St. Louis. And uh, uh, excited to hear uh, a couple of things as, as we start off the conversation. One is, who the heck are you? And then how in the world did you get manipulated into being on the board? I think that's what everybody wants to know. <laughs> Stephanie Rich, we'll start with you. Will you introduce yourself a little bit and talk about uh, your experience? Absolutely. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Stephanie Rich. I've been on the board... I think three and a half years, but I may be off on that a little bit, and am thrilled to be here and thrilled to be part of this. The journey I've been on since setting foot in the door of Mission St. Louis the first time, which was during Affordable Christmas, fabulous event, the most excited I've been about what's going on in our city that I'd been probably the whole time I've lived in St. Louis, which is about 20 years. Um, just a fantastic group of people and, and the work they do is amazing. We'll get into that more, but just thrilled to be here. Lisa Stewart. Hello, I'm Lisa Stewart. And um, of course, I'm happy to be here. Thrilled to, excited to be a part of Mission St. Louis. I actually came to know Mission St. Louis uh, several years ago when my husband and I were grocery shopping and we were at Walmart and we ran into a family and it was a husband and wife with uh, five children, five young children. And they were, um, appeared to be homeless, but without food or with, without some of the basic necessities. And it just caught our attention. They were out standing around and just caught us attention. And I just couldn't, couldn't pass them by without looking into what is it that they needed. And so I took down the phone number of the family and then um, shared it with a friend who told me about Mission St. Louis. And so I was able to get them connected with Mission St. Louis. And as a result of getting them connected, getting them um, assistance or help, um, I came to know Mission St. Louis even more so, and then um, was was just honored to be a part of what they're doing and and um, just accepted uh, the being a board member. So um, that's pretty much how I came to know Mission St. Louis. Appreciate you. <laughs> Absolutely. And last and definitely least, this is Ben Holman. <laughs> and uh, how did I get involved with Mission St. Louis? Uh, there is something out there that's a bit, uh, a bit uh, off the radar of getting us here, but we'll keep that for another day. But really, when my wife and I moved back to the St. Louis area from the East Coast uh, many years ago, uh, I was speaking with a friend um, that my wife and I are very passionate about the city of St. Louis, and especially initially uh, working with kids uh, that, you know, there's so many worthy opportunities, worthy organizations that are doing great work in our city, uh, but that's our passion. And, and uh, the friend, as I said, you know, what do you think about, you know, the organizations here in St. Louis who are doing work along those lines? And he said, I have somebody that you have to meet. His name is Josh Wilson, and he's an okay guy. So I met Josh Wilson and then I met Jason and met the rest of the team and uh, the alignment was just uh, too good to be true. And then I had the opportunity to serve on the board with Stephanie and Lisa and other great people with great hearts here that uh, all together, it's been a, a fantastic several of years. And and I'm happy to say that while the last have been great, I can't wait for the future because yeah. it's really exciting. Man, well, I know you guys have served in different capacities on the board, different time frames. Uh, question I have is when you think about 
being plugged in, being connected, what's one thing that kind of stands out to you over the time that you've been able to serve on the board? Mm-hmm. Like whether it was an event, whether it was a moment with someone that we work with, like is there something that stands out to you? Other than those mission tacos that we crushed yeah, when, yeah, we, yeah. when we yeah. had one, one mission, mission, <laughs> mission accomplished. I'll jump in. I had the privilege of serving on a committee that was um, early in on the formulation of each one and was so blown away by the caliber of people coming together from not just Mission St. Louis, but other organizations in a true collaboration, which in the not-for-profit world is not all that common. Mm -hmm. And to see people coming together and really focusing on one thing, which is serving the needs of the people and working toward that end and eliminating barriers between organizations and the potential conflict over granting dollars and things like that. It was so powerful. And to see that percolating away and coming to fruition, seeing people coming into the intake process and achieving results on the other side has just been amazing. And it's something that if it were up to me, every single person in St. Louis would know about it because it really does offer so much hope for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Stephanie. I think it's really, I think in any organization, it's hard to find um, a growing organization, successfully growing organization that really displays a consistency of character. Uh, and that is something that I think we've all found, whether it be from the the, the leadership team, uh, the, the folks that are doing the, the hard work every day, really serving our community, whether it be other third parties that we work with, um, it is one mind and one heart. Um, and through growth, sometimes you lose that. Um, but I think the team here has done a remarkable job and just so many of the, the strong contributors are still here from the day that I first walked through the door and, and as we sit here today. And, and I just think that is such a, you know, such a tribute to uh, the great team and just the passion that everyone has here for Mission St. Louis. It's good. Appreciate it, Ben. Well, what really, really sticks out for me is the recipients or those who are benefiting from Mission St. Louis and what they do. I'm able to mentor and and mentoring, I'm able to get a chance to know um, some of the ladies. And I recognize and realize that they're just like me. They're just like us. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, some people say, well, you know, one might be in a particular situation because of a choice or a decision that they may have made that was a wrong mistake or something. But all of us uh, have made mistakes in life or done things that weren't maybe the best decision where we could have been in a different situation. And it's just about God's grace. Um, It's about grace and it's about people being um, respectful of one another and uh, looking at them as um, true, true human beings. And, and, and oftentimes people are in certain situations, not because of anything that they've necessarily have done, but it may have been generational. It may have been just something that unfortunately was passed down from maybe even the lack of education or, or parents not, um, having that opportunity that others may have, have had an opportunity and being able to just talk with them and encourage them and share with them and mm-hmm. and impart to them to let them know that they really matter. Yep, yep. And 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 the fact that they hear that they really matter, sometimes if they hear from someone else, it really begins to resonate yep. and you begin to see change really taking place in their lives. And so what I've really been just just happy to see is changes taking place right before my eyes. And then those changes that take place, it becomes where we're affecting generations to come. Mm -hmm. It's just not those people, but from there to there to generations to come, they're going to be affected and going to benefit from what we're doing today. Yeah, that's right. And I think, I mean, I think that's one of the beautiful things about the the three of you. And and obviously there's, there's more uh, people on our board, but, but specifically our board right now uh, is marked by people that, Lisa, just like what you were talking about, like, hey, there is a common theme of uh, one love for the city, 
um, which, which, you know, I don't know that there's a bigger advocate for the city. I mean, everything that comes out of Ben's mouth is love for St. Louis. Right. Um, but, but each of you guys have, have been marked by folks that are like just been heavily invested, whether it's the strategy, whether it's the, uh, overarching like narrative and relationships and, and navigating mm-hmm. through everything that is St. Louis all the way down to on the front lines mentoring. And I think it's one of the things that, uh, that is beautiful about you, but here's the deal. Nobody cares about all of the just beautiful things that we do. Here's what I really want to know. All right, like, let's get dirty. Uh, uh, you guys are the, I don't know what what we would call it, but you're, you weren't the, the first board members. You weren't necessarily there as we went through our adolescence, but you are here now. You also, all of you came from like friends of friends, right? So at the, at the beginning, it was Jay and I, whoever we could recruit, manipulate, exactly right. Uh, but, but you guys have come in a, in a different season in the life of, of Mission St. Louis. And so before we kind of get into all of that, what were you actually expecting and then what did you experience? So uh, let's get rid of the like, oh, Mission St. Louis and the glossiness that that is there. Like, what what were you expecting when you walked in? And then what did you actually, what did you actually experience? What maybe surprised you? What was a little more broken than you thought when you when you when you first walked in? Uh, give, give people a little insight into what it looks like to to be behind the curtain. <laughs> You want the dirty little... Yes, I want it all, man. Come on. No, let's gloves off here. No, I I would say just the opposite of that is I expected, even despite how large Mission St. Louis is, I didn't fully expect the caliber of people. Hmm. Um, You've got grant writers who I would hold up against any not-for-profit in the country You've got people who are so deeply connected in the city that there is not a person who could come in with a situation that they couldn't go, let me call so-and-so. Um, so I would say just the opposite. I think the financial management you know, has been more than I expected. I can't think of a single thing um, that would be less than I expected. Um, and I know that's not really what you're asking for. <laughs> this is all being recorded. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, it really is true that the, the level of performance kind of at every corner. And the other thing, I think, is the willingness to try stuff. Mm. Throw it against the wall. If it works, awesome. If it doesn't work, no embarrassment in that. Move on to the next thing. Okay. So. Um, you know, I think there was a, a board meeting. Uh, meeting, uh, one of our last board meetings, where I think like Jason really, you know, it was one of probably one of our more spirited board meetings, and where I think we really were challenging ourselves. And I think Jason really challenged, and one of the points was um, that this is every day. This is every day for the men, women, and children that that we work with. And um, one thing that was eye-opening for me is, is when early on when I joined, uh, there was a gentleman uh, in our program named Jerry who threw it all. Uh, I kind of, you know, every time I see her, hug, see each other, hugs. Just a great guy talking through working with Switch Coffee. And, uh, and we unfortunately lost him. Um, and it just really, Jason's um, words resonated because he was just such a, you know, bright light that I spend time with. And, and that, that's the hard stuff, right? Everybody wants the, you know, I think so much in society we are today, everybody wants to look at easy wins. And I think that's why people don't do a lot of the hard stuff. And we've talked about in our themes have been do hard things Mm -hmm. because um, our community and the people within it are worth it. You know, good, getting back to your point, Lisa. And I think that was, that was one that was very eye-opening for me because I realized, you know, we lost one of our own mm-hmm. uh, who just showed so many bright things. And, and it just shows um, the, the work is is every day. And everybody likes to look at the wins, but, man, the losses are the ones that mm-hmm. really make you right. double down and, um, right. and, and, and lean into what we do together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that what I was expecting, I was expecting everybody to come running into Mission St. Louis because they have such, um, such, um, what would I say, uh, 
a work to do where um, not everybody's running. Um, there are some that, for whatever reason, they make a choice not to do what they could do or maybe possibly possibly could do better for themselves. So I'm expecting or I have been expecting like, you know, okay, here here's Mission St. Louis and this is what we do. Um, but then sometimes you get people that reject it for whatever reason. Um, maybe they don't have enough confidence that they can do the work because you can't do the work for them. They have to do the work themselves and they have to make up in their mind that they want to make some changes um, and, and no longer do what they've been doing because of obviously some of that hasn't always been working. And so I think I was expecting just everybody just come running, knocking the door down. And, and that's not necessarily the case. The, the, the people have to um, have a mindset to want to partner up because it is a partnership with the people. Yeah. yeah. How has um, being connected to individuals like that we serve, how has it changed your perspective? Uh, one of the city but then two of how you engage with individuals, like, you know, from being involved, whether it's affordable Christmas, seeing some of the clients that we work with, meeting people like Jerry, like how has that reshaped the way that you see people, um, see our city, but more importantly, see the work that we do? I, th I think one part of it is that, and, and I think what, what makes Mission St. Louis uh, truly special and so many special organizations, but obviously we're here to talk about Mission St. Louis or Jason and Josh will throw us out. <laughs> um, but it really, it really, um, I think it is, you know, again, it's individual by individual. Um, you know, it is, you know, again, if you are looking for, you know, a typical um, write a check, easy win, move on. I mean, that's not who we are. There are a lot of organizations that'll do that. Um, that'll that'll take that, but this is roll up your sleeves and and dig in, um, because because again, you know our our community is worth it, and uh, so I think that's really um, how much it is person by person, because mm -hmm. every individual has a different situation, different needs, different desires, different skills, different opportunities to be great mm -hmm. uh, that we work with them on, and uh, I, I think that's. I think that is, I think how we all approach it. And I, I'd say just to tag onto that a little bit is one of the things that I love about Stephanie and Lisa and members of our boards is when, when we do anything, whether it's affordable Christmas or, you know, maybe we'll touch upon it later, we'll talk about the essentials drives and the like. I mean, I don't just see them here, I see their families here. Mm -hmm. And I see that commitment again, it is roll up your sleeves and, and you're there, you know, as we joke, Full contact philanthropy. This is this is important. This is full contact. Yep. You are you are either all in or not at all. And I mean, I think that is what I see from from our folks, and that's one of my favorite things. And I, it's, it's a it's a great question that Jason's asking. It's also you know it's it's also I I think really interesting specifically with with the three of you because um, there has been engagement before Mission St. Louis in a meaningful way, but but as you look at as you look at who's walking through our doors, or maybe even as you look at the community in the neighborhood that we're in, uh, everybody walks through these doors and, and we have a little different perspective because we're here every day, but you're not here every day. So so how has um, how has your understanding of what we do maybe changed? How's your understanding of poverty or issues that our city faces? How has that changed since you've been a board member at Mission St. Louis or, or has it? couple things. I think one of the things I've always said is I believe in the world you have two kinds of people. People who care about things like this and people who don't. And when I say don't, I don't mean they don't at all, but they don't do anything with it. Um, or understand it maybe. Or care or to, to understand yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Care to, to take the time to pick apart and really understand what is going on. Um, it's not good or bad. It's not all situational. It's not all choices. It's a mishmash of issues yeah. um, as the world moves forward you know drug addiction is huge and a huge driver i think taking the time to know people who have these variety of situations and understand you know they want the same thing people are people mm -hmm. uh, we care about the same thing our circumstances don't necessarily change that you know is, is so important and 
you know, I guess my big thing, and I'll proselytize, but take the time Hmm. to understand people. And I don't mean the aggregate, I mean at an individual level, and you begin to see, you know, what's really beneath it. And Hmm. I think that's a big driver here. That's good. That's good. I always say starving people eat. And I don't ever get mad at nobody who's starving for trying to find a way to eat. I may not agree with how they chose to go get their plate, but I expected them to try to get one. And I think when you've been in positions where you have to try to find a way to eat, like it helps you understand why somebody would choose a different way. So just the idea of knowing a person, I always believe that when you love somebody or care about somebody, you tend to give more grace to them, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to give a little more grace because I know you. I believe in who you are. I believe in your person. I, I know your heart. And I think that's one of the beauties of what we do is we get an opportunity to know people. And when you know people, you the grace that you give plays a role in how you help them walk, walk that path. So why are you here? Why did you decide to do this? Why, why you can Josh. do <laughs> the, the podcast? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Other than your sultry podcast. voices and, <laughs> and skill set, like what uh, you know, it's it's one thing to it's one thing to care. Uh, it's another thing to meet a family in a parking lot and be like, "Hey, I, I want to go." do whatever it takes and, 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 and really help. It, it's, it's one thing to move from the East coast and say, Hey, I love my city. And, but like, what is it? Like, why have you taken this extra step? What drives you? You know, I mean, this is, this is not an easy calling, you know, I mean, this is, you're stuck with us for, for three years and then six <laughs> years, right? We, once we get our claws in you, we don't let go. Um, and, uh, but, but it's, it's beautiful and it's meaningful. Um, but, but why would you do this? What, what would drive you to that? What drives me um, is I really believe from the depths of my heart that this is my calling. Mm. I've done many, many jobs. I've worked many places. Um, and um, I didn't feel that that was my place. I worked for the federal government. And I, and, um, I just didn't feel that that was my place there. And then um, I began to venture out and step outside of the box of what I was comfortable with, which is was um, corporate America, to finally realize that this is what I am actually destined to do. Mm-hmm. And, when, and really good at it for the record. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're in your place, you don't waver or waddle. When you're the place that God has you to be, mm-hmm then you flourish, you thrive. And quite often people don't thrive in the positions that they're in because they're not where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that this is what I am to do. Um, there's a uh, scripture that says, too much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. And we're all of us are given various talents and gifts. And what we're to do with them is very, very important. And so the the talents and the gifts that have been given to me, I believe, is to do just what we're doing Mm -hmm. and touching the lives of people that are going to change generations to come. Mm -hmm. And so that's why um, I'm here. It's because I believe that I'm destined to be here. Interesting. Like you said that you feel like this is something like obviously you're destined to do. You worked in corporate America, probably did well there, but it didn't give you life, right? That's kind of what I hear you saying. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting when I hear those things because the individuals that we get to serve, right, are often in positions where they have to do things that don't give them life. You know what I mean? Like, and the beauty, even just to be in a position where you're doing something that you could say, man, I went from corporate America to doing this, not because the pay was going to be greater because I was going to make more money, but because this is something that dry, that gives me life. You know what I mean? So I think for us, that's essentially what we're trying to do with individuals. Like we want to move them forward where they're not just surviving, right. but they're doing things that give them life. Mm-hmm. Like that's a different way to live. Mm-hmm. So It is. So much of that, I think, Jason, what your point is great, and, and Lisa, maybe, um, 
you know, piggybacking a little bit. It is, you know, we are, I think, fortunate enough as we all sit here at this table where it is, uh, we really, you know, want to be involved, whether you know it's the right reason or for whatever you've, you've found your way here to Mission St. Louis. Um, we're fortunate enough to have a choice, whereas so many others are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, I talk with my kids when we talk about sports, say, you know, when you watch a game, you can tell the difference between want to and have to. Mm-hmm. It looks different. Mm-hmm. Life, life looks different. And I think we see that every day here. Mm-hmm. I think we see that every day. And if the, if the, if the, you know, want to never partners with the have to, I mean, what are we what are we really doing here? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that's just piggybacking off what Lisa said. Um, you know, to you know, whom much is given, it truly is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's what what the team here does every day, including the two of you and our fellow board members. Mm-hmm. So. so it's a lot of organizations in the city. We know nonprofit in St. Louis is like boom. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's you know that could, there are pros and cons to that. You know, definitely thankful that you know there's funding, there are dollars, there are individuals who are willing to give their time and their energy, you know, to do this kind of work. And obviously, I'm sure you guys have served on different boards, played different roles. Um, what has been the difference between you know being on this board? Is, has the feel, or I would say vibe, been different um, in being a part of this board? And if so, in what ways? I think the I think the partnership of everyone involved is different, um, and when I say that, I, I mean that um, one thing that I'm so impressed by Josh and Jason and, and the rest of the team is as Mission St. Louis has grown and, and had some successes and look, it's up, down, and all around. Right, it is every day, every day fight, every day work. Um, as Mission St. Louis has grown. Now people would like to um, get a part of it mm-hmm. to some degree, right? right. Would like to right. uh, draft off Mission St. Louis and the like. And, and getting back to why I think Josh, Jason, and the team have done such a great job is uh, not losing focus. I think it's so easy to try to be everything to everyone. And like you said, Jason, mm-hmm. we have, you know, you go to Give STL Day, you got over a thousand organizations. Right. A thousand organizations. <laughs> it's so many of which you are doing similar things and the like. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think during our board meetings, but just also day to day, there's so many thoughtful conversations of how does this make us better at what we do? Mm-hmm. Or can we partner somebody else who this is what they do? Right. And is that, you know, do you get the one plus one equals three versus trying to take it all on ourselves and maybe, you know, we actually lessen our impact mm-hmm. a little bit. We might dilute uh, what we do. So I, I think that's maybe one of the things is that the team's done a really good job of saying, you know, is this for us to do? Does it really help further our lane? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not growth for growth's sake. It's here's our core value set. Let's stay there and expand where that makes sense within that framework. Mm -hmm. But it's something that we have to come back to constantly because, I mean, there's always that drift, I mean, right? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) distractions. Yeah, and I mean, even even our our last board retreat was one of those, like, another come to Jesus. I'm like, hey, bring it in. But but I I think it's just, again, it's one of those great things where um, if all our minds and hearts are going in the same direction, we have those conversations and we have a lot of really smart people in the room who are really committed to us. So nobody gets their nose out of joint when we have tough conversations. And, and again, Jason, I'll never forget that board meeting because I think Jason really challenged us. I think he really started pushing how we think about things and what the true mission is and how do we support it and further it. So. Hmm. So what would you guys like to see Mission St. Louis go next? Yeah. What are you excited about? I think one of the coolest things is, and this sounds very sterile, but getting the, the years or months of data to show, you know, we're doing the hard work. This isn't softball stuff. This isn't handing out candy to kids. You know, this is the hard stuff. And when, you know, things really start taking off and when, if everything gets back to normal you know, from <laughs> COVID, really showing that this is making a difference. And you've got individual success stories, which are incredible 
uh, but you're also growing that database of information to say it really is making a difference and mm-hmm. longitudinally yeah, this investment goes way further than I think people anticipate. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to also see is um, growth in the um, housing need. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of needs, but more and more I'm seeing that the housing need is just really, um, really something that is critical. Mm-hmm. And uh, when people don't have um, a safe place, not only a safe place, but a... Um, place to call home, uh, they might have a job, but it makes a, a difference mm-hmm. if they, you know, if they don't have that place. Definitely. And I'd like to see um, Mission St. Louis in the future, uh, as we're doing, grow even more in that housing where we're able to um, assist more people because there's such a need. And I know there's um, housing assistance but there's not enough, there's not enough resources for all those that are in need. And so I, I just like to see that, that part just grow and grow exponentially. That's what I'm looking forward to also. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to be a weird response. So, and, and I think we're Stephanie will tell you, we're totally, I knew it. I tried to get there before Stephanie. Not, not even close. Sorry. Not even close. But, um, you know, maybe not what I want to see, but just, um, you know, through the heart of this pandemic, when um, it claimed so many businesses and organizations and you know, small businesses and the like, um, the, the way that the team rallied and truly um, tapped into the DNA of Mission St. Louis without losing focus, I think was amazing. Um, and for, for those who, you know, may not have had the opportunity, I mean, we basically, and when I say we, that's a royal we, um, because the team here basically turned 3108 into a logistics center that Amazon would be proud of um, in very short time. And it wasn't changing what we do. It was uh, intensifying what we do and and the true mission of serving our community and and each of our individuals. And it just gave me um, peace in that, in the midst of the storm that was the pandemic, the team stayed calm and just got better. Well, and the, the thought was still outward. Totally. So what are we doing for ourselves? No and how do we continue to help? It was. And then it was it was met with, like, I think great celebration. Like, all of you were here. So this isn't, like, us, Jason, this is our team. Like, everybody on this podcast and, and, our, and our whole crew, I mean, I think one of the beautiful things, and, and thanks for the kind words, and, and it was amazing to watch this team do what they did. But I think the – the life-giving part and all that was like the celebration on the street, right? Whether it was somebody driving up that felt like didn't know how to get toilet paper or, or food or couldn't find it. And to be met with that obviously is, is means for celebration. There was just a sense of like community that kind of broke out in that season that, that I felt that, that we felt that our team felt and I, and, and you could easily see it from the, the cars that were driving up, like in the midst of heartache, pain, the crisis of COVID, there was also like laughter, joy, dancing, love, a lot of horns honking. Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. That's all the most, sometimes it ain't even necessarily a resource itself. Like it's the caring it's just, behind yeah, it's it. It's the caring, it's the hope that's being provided. Sometimes that's the motivation to keep you going. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. When you don't have a resource, hope that it will one day come right <laughs> you know what I mean? so many quiet streets but not grand on those days that's, that's definitely right. it was yeah. honking and people out that's yeah. exactly there's right. a lot of love definitely some definitely. people out of their house for the first time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. even the volunteers yeah, I mean for sure yeah, it's it's true. True. <laughs> the volunteers like man we just happy yeah, it's trying not to be my house one of the things that I have greatly appreciated um, at being Mission St. Louis is to be is is to sit under your leadership as the board. Um, and and I, you guys have done a, a lot of bragging on Mission St. Louis and what you love about Mission St. Louis, which I really really appreciate. Um, but I think the the other side of the the coin is true. I, I have 
uh, grown in my love for each one of you. I've been able to watch you guys come and and serve and lead your talents um, and, and make us better. Um, as we talk, I, and I want to, the next question is going to be like, hey, where are we going, right? And, and that sort of thing. But before we get there, um, I, I, I know because I'm in this seat that I know that most organizations, and yes, there's a ton of nonprofits, most organizations, there is a lot of tension between their leadership and their board. Um, I don't feel that. I don't think we have that here. Some of it may be because I'm the founder and I came after some of you and was like, hey, I want you to be a part of this. I want you to see this vision. Um, but I, I think there's a, a beauty in, in in the way in which you guys have led. Will you talk a little bit about like how you've approached taking this seat on the board? Um, I, you know, I've heard horror stories where somebody comes in very heavy handed and they want the power and I want to know everything that's that's going on. And and that hasn't been your posture. None of you here and, and, and even for our board members that that aren't here, your posture hasn't been, hey, let me let me get in there and figure out where the skeletons are and come in heavy handed. You guys have have come in in a way that's been really beautiful. Yet at the same time, you've kind of asserted your own personality, your own skill set. Will you talk a little bit about how you walked in? I think it would be really helpful because I'm sure some people listening to this podcast are like, hey, one, I want to know what the heck a board member at Mission St. Louis does. But two, there's also like, what does a board member do? Um, so will you guys kind of talk just a little bit about how you approach what you were thinking as you've come in to serve this organization, but serve in this organization from a leadership capacity? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, when I was asked to join um, in leadership, um, I constantly have in the back of my mind that um, it's just not about me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get caught up on us and what we're looking for and how we can also benefit. Um, but it's not about me. It's about a bigger, much bigger picture than me. Mm-hmm. And first and foremost for me, it's about God and his kingdom. And in that, it's those that are around and in his kingdom. And so therefore I'm here to serve. And so I am constantly reminding myself the bigger picture, which is not about me, Mm. not about what I want or what I think I'd like to have, but really what it's about for those that are around me that can really benefit. And so you begin to shift your mind and your thinking and then um, Hold on, I'm going to interrupt you okay. just real quick because there is a piece of this that Lisa is saying she's speaking absolute truth, and there is definitely servant leadership, but she is no pushover. Uh. All right, so let's just let's be let's just be real clear in the midst of this. That, like, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so don't, don't 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 you shouldn't mistake kindness for weakness. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's, that's what my husband says. That's what my husband says. <laughs> But in um, knowing, though, that we are here to not run so much, run something, but to um, to advise, um, to assist. We're the bumpers in the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're coming so, in yeah. saying, like, hey, I agree with this mission. Mm-hmm. I agree with where we're going. And there is a piece that you guys are kind of the protectors of it. You, right. you have a different seat mm-hmm. Your your um, your perspective is different than than ours. That's a that's a really interesting way to say it. whether it's bumpers on a on a on a bowling alley, just uh-huh. going like, hey, I've heard what, I, and I'm a, I'm a part of it. I've heard the vision. I, I love what's happening here. I know where you say this vision is going to take us. How do we kind of align that? And then and there's even a piece yeah, of I mean, with it. any board member, you're going to have to enable it. You're going to have to give to it. You're going to have to be willing to have conversations and, and court people. And so it's a right. It's a it's a it's a great way to say that. Right, right. Yeah, I, there are days where I still think of Mission St. Louis as that elephant. I'm the person blindfolded, and I'm trying to figure out what part of it I'm touching. And <laughs> you know, it's a giant. Elephant. And there are many pieces. And one piece I was just thinking a second ago, we haven't talked about today is beyond schools. And especially with the pandemic, how important you know, this year in particular is and what they do. But as a board member, you know, patting that elephant, figuring it out and how it's all going in the same direction, which it, it absolutely is, even though sometimes you're like, well, wait, let me figure this out. Um, 
and then tapping into everybody's different perspective and different skill set they bring, you know, to me is what makes it a functional board. And I don't see a lot of ego and I got to, you know, make sure we're doing this because I think it's the right way. I think it's, I have a different background than does Lisa, than does Ben, mm-hmm. does everybody else. And trying to dial into that and, and just making sure we're enabling. Good. Yeah, and as a, as a, you know, we're not an advisory board. We are truly a governance board. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is mm-hmm. our position. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, you know, Stephanie, Lisa, team, we all take that very seriously. And mm-hmm. part of that in our job is, um, you know, we don't serve you, Josh. We don't serve you, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, we serve the men and women and kids you know, we serve Mission St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We serve. We truly serve the mission, mm-hmm. and that will not change mm-hmm. whomever is sitting in whatever seats. And so, what does that mean? I mean, we are looking out for our community. We are looking out for our donors who mm-hmm. are nice enough to and, and thoughtful enough and caring enough to to invest in us, mm-hmm. invest in what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and in our seat, we we protect that and we take that very seriously. That is a an honor, but it's also a real responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, coupling with there's not the ego and there's not anything where it has to, I have to put my stamp on it, but I think everybody carries the, the weight with that. With It's a balance of responsibility and kind of love and fun mm-hmm. and all that stuff that goes into it. But I think people don't lose sight of that when mm-hmm. I look at our team on the board. Is, they take that responsibility really seriously. So what, what has it cost you? I mean, and, I mean, I ask you for money all the time, so yeah. I'm not talking about just monetarily, <laughs> right? Say, the <laughs> so, so other than other than finances, which which let's just say, as a board member, if you're going to step on and be a board member of an organization, you need to come and financially be able to put your your money where your passion and and, and so let's not ask others to do right. Right, which that's you exactly right. So I, let's just put that across the board. Anybody listening that's going to be on a board, if you're not putting your money in your wallet, if it's not following your leadership on an organization, you need to rethink some things. But other than that, what 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 has it cost you? Some of those maybe good, some of those hopefully good things, and some of those those bad things. But you know, I think about like. Like I've, I'm, I'm leveraging like my entire life, right, for for, for Mission St. Louis. But all of you are, are kind of doing the same thing in some form or fashion. So whether it's been relationship, whether it's been time, like what what are some of the things that that have, that have cost you as being a part of a board? Well, cost is a negative word, a negative <laughs> connotation, and I don't think there are any negative connotations. No, I think it's beneficial. I mean, cost might be time. Hmm. Cost might be the pothole down on Grand that I hit every <laughs> That's real. That real. Never hit that pothole. Yeah. Uh, I think you're six. You figure out when to swerve. Uh, someday. Stay in the left lane. Uh, but no, it, the benefits way exceed yeah, the, the cost of um, time, effort, you know, Oversharing, you know, all those things that I, I do. It's, it also affects your social circles. I mean, you guys have been willing to bring it, bring Mission St. Louis into your your relationships, your friendships. I mean, mm-hmm. that's another piece that I don't, that probably that's, most people don't think your about. Your personal mission and your personal mm-hmm. feeling of, I want to share this because it's important. Right. What about um, individuals that may be serving on a board themselves? Like, what are ways that you would encourage a board member to support the organization that they sit on the board of, yep. right? So what things have you seen as you, cause, you know, a board can be, man, it can be crazy. But I, I feel like we've been blessed, you know, with the individuals that serve with us and that have the heart for the mission that we have. So if there's someone maybe listening and maybe they serve on a board, what would you say to them? Like, man, this is one way that your service can really be meaningful to that organization that you serve. And maybe it's something from you that a way that you personally give. Well, I would have it kind of um, encourage board member to make sure that you truly believe in the vision and the mission Mm. um, and make sure it's something that you can be passionate about. Um, because if you don't really believe in it and you're just sitting, because there are some people, and unfortunately, that are sitting on boards for titles 
or to be able to say that they're on this board and that board. But um, ten profile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but re- really check your heart and and make sure that you're where you're supposed to be, um, because just w- because someone asks you to be on a board doesn't mean that that's the board that you're to be on. It may be another one that you can be passionate about and really bring value to. So just check your heart to make sure that you're where you're supposed to be or where God would say that you're supposed to be. That's good. That's good. That's so true. I mean, Lisa, you nailed it. I mean, I think spending that time to really think about, you know, I think with all of us, we take the approach of like, do something, right? Do, do something. Uh, if it's not service, you know, kind of, you know, there's give and take and, and uh, service is so important. And I think spend that time, find out because the, the passion and the, the love to your point, Lisa, is, is where you, you'll be at your best. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we knew going into it, hey, there are a lot of people that want to be on the board of the zoo or the arts or whatever it is. And lions and tigers are going to be okay without me. I know, I know, I know that. Um, and there are a lot of people, and that's great. Yeah, it's not important. No, it's yeah. great. But I knew that, like, that's not what I wanted to pour myself into. Um, and so spend that time to find out what really resonates with you, what you find is really important. And and this is what Stephanie was t- touching on as well. Um, it is opening up your, your circle. It is opening up your networks, and not just on your phone. It is bringing people into the fold and saying, you know, I believe this and, and this is really important and I'd love for you to be a part of it too or mm-hmm. in whatever way you're comfortable with. And I think that so many people kind of sit on the outskirts and, and they don't know know much more than, you know, kind of what they see on TV or what have you on how to really get involved. And I think we've all found people once they start getting involved, they go, gosh, man, so that, is, mm-hmm. that is like, that matters. And we see those same people coming back for more because it, it nourishes them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and, and I'll just I'll add this to kind of what you guys said, but from the other side of the of the table is you guys did a, an incredible job of of building relationship. I mean, we every podcast we talk about, we talk about who we are as an organization and how much relationship matters. Uh, that's carried over to I think what makes our board so so beautiful. Like the the work that's been done outside of Jason or I or our team, the relationships that's formed on the board, the relationships that you guys have forged with us, and then I, I think one of the most beautiful things that 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 you guys did it was actually the the three of you who who pushed it was um, it was important to you to build relationship with our staff and whether that was buying lunch for everybody in the, at, at our staff meeting and just coming and sitting at tables. I mean, that, there's the other piece that, that you're exactly right. Like it comes from, hey, I'm passionate about this. I want to be a part of this. This is a calling. This is, uh, you know, what, what I want to do. And it comes easy to leverage my friendships, assets, money to be able to be a part of it. There's another piece too of like, hey, the relationship with the staff, the relationship with the team and, and, and what that means and what that looks like, I, I think is incredibly important. We have just a few minutes left. All right. And when you guys think about, you know, the legacy of of this board, when you think about where we're going, when you think about, you know, five, 10, 15, whatever, whatever year it is down the road, like, what are you hopeful for? What do you, what do you want to see? That is, I mean, I think, I think what we all understand and are committed to is by most people's standards, 10 years from now, we may not see real change, hmm. um, but what we were we meaning from an overarching, but where we will see change is for individuals. And, you know, I think we all believe in some way, shape, form, there is a ripple effect when you nourish and work with leaders, leaders of their communities, of their families, of your churches, whatever it is within the community. And, you know, I think everybody, you know, so many people are focused on, I want to see results right now. I want to see a change because in five years, I want to have St. Louis be a better place. The needle needs to move. I have to have an immediate measurable. And um, I, I think you have to get comfort with, you know, generational problems take generational solutions. Mm-hmm. And it starts with each person because they're worth it. Mm-hmm. And I think just, again, the needle move might be, you know, hopefully, hopefully as, as, as board members, and I think we're all going to be riding together for a while, it's like anything, man. Just, I want to leave it better than we, 
and we got it. You know, I think mm-hmm. about Mick McIntyre. I want it to be better than, than, than where he left it. Because if, if not, what are we doing here? And our, the yeah. board members you talked to who started it all out. I mean, you know, I want to, I want to get it to the point where, you know, there are smiles on more faces than there were yesterday, mm-hmm. and there's more hope and there's more opportunities, mm-hmm. truly for. Uh, the people here in St. Louis and to the naked eye of so many, it might not be measurable or visible, but it, it matters mm-hmm. and, it, and it matters to each of the individuals we touch. Mm-hmm. And ultimately that will flow through our community. And it's going to take a long time, yeah. but it's good, but it's worth it. Yeah. You know, um, Murray, you know, if you think about how just dialogue has changed over the last Five, 10 years and where we are now and the willingness to talk about things we didn't talk about in the past in terms of race relations or poverty root causes you know I think if that if we can do nothing more than continue to have those conversations to educate people who are privileged enough to not have thought about these things and to spark those you know sparks of interest or caring or whatever the word is while the work's being done you know, that will be so powerful. Um, so I guess I look at it kind of, it's going to be hard to say, oh, look at this, this whole thing's changed, but you're changing lives while you're, you know, really working on the, the big picture. I'm really glad you didn't say new executive director. That would have been really awkward and fast. I Cut that out. Cut that out, please. Well, man, you guys have been great. Like, um, not only do we appreciate your service, like to Mission St. Louis, but more importantly, your service to the city. Um, I think that's why we all do the work that we do, because we believe in the city. Like, Mission St. Louis is just a vehicle that's being used to to support and to to encourage those that are in the city. And you guys have been an encouragement to us, to the work that we do. Um, to our staff, uh, we definitely appreciate you guys. Yeah, sure. And I, I think it's 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 more than, you know, uh, our love for you is more than what you do for our organization. And I think that's you need to know that. Like you, you you've made us better. But more than that, like your offering of your relationship, your encouragement, um, what you've walked with us through, uh, all of you, even in the in the past, you know, three and four years. Uh, is incredibly meaningful, and I'm I'm just super excited about where this thing is going. Me too. I'm excited about who's in the right chairs, Me too. and um, and uh, yeah, and uh, there's just a lot of there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of excitement, and uh, the future is is bright. It's going to be messy, and yeah. uh, and yeah. that's okay. <laughs>